Greetings and welcome to Qualified Nonsense. Here at Qualified Nonsense, we tackle the tough questions that you send in with our sage and sound advice. Coke or Pepsi? Sprite or 7-Up? And should corporations with unlimited resources have the right to buy, well, donate to politicians? Stick around to find out our thoughts on these questions and more. I'm Jake. I'm Brandon. And I'm Matt. And this is Qualified Nonsense. Qualified Nonsense was created by childhood best friends that didn't want to lose their long-lasting friendship. So we decided to create a podcast doing what we do best, giving you our quote-unquote professional advice on real-world problems and curiosities. In all reality, we hope to connect with you, the listener, and deepen our friendship all around. So let's get to it. Oh, by the way, Coke reigns supreme over Pepsi. Always has, always will. Fight me. I agree. I uh, land on the. I'm a Seven Up partisan among the. Oh. I prefer Seven. Little Penny over here. Little Penny drinks Sprite. What about Sprite? Seven Up has a little more bite, right? I think it's like yeah, a little crisper. Yeah. Okay. What about Seven Up versus? I mean, we're getting older. Are you turning into into a squirt man? (laughs) I do like squirt. I've I've always been a squirter. Uh, Yeah. Who doesn't like a good squirt? (laughs) <laughs> for escorting <laughs> walked into that one welcome to another episode uh we're introducing a new feature on the show in order to get the know to know the hosts a little better by sharing mm. one or two things we've consumed recently that we've really enjoyed so this is in lieu of our fun facts because as it turns out we're not that interesting so we're running out of things to say about ourselves <laughs> so we're just going to give recommendations on things that we have consumed in the past week or so that that we've enjoyed so jake what are some that things not you sponsored have in any way to say <laughs> right we're not sponsored but um but my my uh my uh item this delicious uh, coca-cola classic <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I used to work for the company that produced uh, this thing, but um, we just watched the White Lotus um, season two show on HBO. And, Is there two seasons um, of that already? Yeah, yeah. The second season just good came God. out, and it's okay. it was it was really good. And I've heard a lot of good, um, you know, like a lot of positive uh, feedback about it. People have really enjoyed it. Um, I think my hot take is that. I liked season one better, but oh. they were both really, really good, and I recommend it. They're a lot Go of back fun. To the they're, they're a bit HBO. They're they're a bit cringy. If you're into cringy, yeah, check it out. And it's really well performed. Good stuff. That was gonna be one of my recommendations, nice. but um, shit, I'm sorry. I do kind of feel like no, it's fine. I do feel like wait, White Lotus the, specifically. Those, yeah. Um. Well, the the new season. I thought it was really good. I, I do agree with you. I think the first one was a little bit better, but um, I kind of, I don't know. It, it's basically just, you know, rich people on vacation and beautiful locations. And I, I, I feel like the episodes could be like four hours long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, I, I think it's really enjoyable. Well, yeah. Really well crafted. And, um, and I don't generally get in with the, uh, with the cringe uh, humor. Uh, cause sometimes I just, 
I don't like sitting in discomfort for that long, but the the level of cringe that came with these shows I thought was really enjoyable. Is it cringy like the William H. Ma- what was the William H. Macy show? Uh, oh, a Shameless? Shameless. Yeah, is it cringy like that? Uh, there's parts that are kind of cringy like that, but it's, I mean, it's mostly like, it's set up, it's set up like it's, um, you know, sort of a eat the rich mentality. It just shows like all of the really horrible side of, of the hospitality industry and how yeah that's too close to interact with it well i mean skip it yeah (laughs) but it's but it is it it does have a in an interesting light i I will say well i don't want to spoil anything but yeah enjoy enjoy anyway check it out cool brandon was that yours uh no well it it was it was going to be but um i will say uh something i have enjoyed recently is my own Oktoberfest Martzen beer that I made. Nice. Ooh, nice. Is it, uh, what, where are the tasting notes on it? Crackery biscuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, biscuity, nutty, uh, crisp, clean. Nutty and Good old crisp. lager. That's interesting. Well, it's technically yeah. a lager, so it has that, like, light palate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good. But I, uh, just how much of it Also, uh, just really what oh how much of it how much of it did you make uh 10 gallons nice so uh but it, it's really good uh i recommend i recommend you try that um uh, just uh really quick also i have i watched for the very first time all the way through the original 1925 phantom of the opera with lon cheney mm-hmm. the silent version and i oh. really enjoyed that i enjoyed it a lot more than i thought i would Hmm. interesting <laughs> where it's were you able really... to watch that uh, i think it was on tubi <laughs> oh <laughs> of all um, the places you could find something like that but you, you could find it i i saw it on um it's available on youtube i mean i think it's so old at this point it's pretty yeah easy to find for free nice. um but creepy anyway matt um i have two can i do two really quick I did too. Okay. The first one is also related to drink and it blew my mind and I had no idea that it existed until this week. I'm a big ginger ale fan. One of my favorite and easy go-to cocktails is a whiskey ginger. Generally you go for ginger beer, but it's kind of expensive to have it, you know, home on a regular basis. So I really got into Canada dry just as a ginger ale. I just found out that Canada Dry makes Canada bold. In the 12 packs, in the cans, it's just as expensive as a case of Coke, but it's very comparable to like your ginger beers, like cock and bowl. It's really spicy. And it blew my mind. And I was, I was just appalled that I had no idea that it existed. Maybe it's a new product. I haven't looked it up, but I'm super happy to have found it. Um, So, if you're into if you're into ginger ale and you'd want something a little between the, you know, going to ginger beer status, check out Canada Bold in it's your local grocery. Correct. It's a yeah, ginger ale. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you buy it with the seven sorry, buy seven up in Fresca, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of area. Okay. Fresca. Yeah. <laughs> uh the other one is <laughs> I now play Fortnite. Um, 
because <laughs> we were I was at I was at my office uh this week and I realized that one of our other business partners had purchased an Xbox and he came out and he was just having a rough day and he's like, ah, ah. and this is a 52 year old man turns on Fortnite, And I was like, you know, I've never actually played this. And he explained to me what it was and how it works. So I pick it up in the first, the first game I played, which if you don't know, it's just a game where you start off with a hundred players in each round and you just go after each other. You free for all, you just kill them. It's violent, but like there's no blood. They're all fantasy weapons and kind of stuff. And then the map shrinks the fewer people there are. So you have to find each other. And I pick it up. And the first the first time I play it, I place 15th. And I play it one more time after that. And I play second. I was like, wow, I just beat, you know, 98 people. Cool. So I come home and I actually get the PlayStation out of storage and I fucking download Fortnite. I've been playing it last couple nights and I finally got my battle royale. I beat I killed a bunch of 10-year-olds and I reigned supreme. So, Fortnite, I waited a really long time cuz I didn't quite understand it, but now it's really fun. Well, I should also add to mine in that I also play Fortnite because yeah, I do. got a couple of uh uh n- n- people that I play with from work that uh yeah, we rain down on a bunch of ten-year-olds, and it's and wait. It's you a, can do. You can get into the same room with your friends. Yeah, you can also put that shit on your computer, Matthew. Your your hotshot computer, and not that oh, you're yeah. bumping graphics like like crazy for that. But um, maybe off stream we'll uh, we'll uh, swap spit. I mean, we'll swap. Yeah, I was uh, just doing it on PlayStation, logins. and you can't hear anybody talk or anything. So, oh yeah, you can you can squat up to fours, uh, threes maybe. But yeah, get those nerds! Nerd! Nerd! I don't know if I want to hear what these kids will call me. No, I don't think there's. I don't think there's. Yeah, I don't think there's cross chat in 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 like games like Call of Duty. They have like proximity chat now. Proximity chats, yeah. It's it's pretty hateful. It's funny, but it's. I've seen some pretty funny videos, but I did see in in reference to what Brandon just said. I did see a video that felt pretty accurate when you're gaming like as an older person it's a it's like this uh, <laughs> it's a video of this older guy getting his headset on and logging in and it's a, it was captioned logging in to have a 10 year old call me the n-word four times and hunt my dead body and i was like yeah yeah that's, that's about right that's, that's what it is these days it seems <laughs> well, that's anyway fine. that's my, those are my two hot takes ginger ale and Fortnite. well <laughs> I'm surprised uh, you're not drinking the code red or whatever. <laughs> oh, the game fuel. Yeah. Yeah. That's later. You sp- we're we're going to get sponsored any, anytime, anytime. We're here for it. Canada dry sponsor us in America. Well, excellent. Uh, why don't we all have a Canada dry bold and kill each other in Fortnite uh, while we take a short little break. <laughs> Jump into this bag. And welcome back. If you'd like your question, comment, or New Year's resolutions read on the show, drop us a line at qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or write to us on our socials. Our first question comes from Sarah in Seattle. Sarah writes, Hey guys, since working... Hey guys! uh, (laughs) Since... (laughs) 
uh <laughs> it's hard not to read that like with the like youtube like hey guys uh <laughs> what's up youtube it's your boy smash that like and subscribe button uh <laughs> Since working full-time through grad school to eventually becoming a mother of three kiddos, I've come to appreciate the luxury of occasional free time, which is something my younger self couldn't have predicted me being thankful for. What are some luxuries in your current lives that a younger you may have taken for granted? Thanks. Naps. Oh, yeah. You get down with naps. I do. I fucking love Do you get to take naps often? I get to take naps when my kids take naps. That's your downtime. That's your downtime. You choose it however you want, but you know you only got an hour and a half at best. Some might log into Fortnite. Some might pound a Meritzen. I uh, I choose to count the sheep. Are you uh, are you a short napper, like a thirty minute or less, or like a long? The older like, I've gotten, sleep I for can... two hours. <laughs> <laughs> the the older you the older I've gotten, the better I can do shorter naps. But I love. I love a long nap. I absolutely love it. I feel like Just, waking up from a long nap, it, it like messes me up. I like I feel groggy. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I just need to go I, back to bed after after it. Well, I, don't I really feel love the ones. I love the ones where you wake up and you have zero context as to like, fuck, what day is it? Oh, where are the kids like, oh, shit, because it's Tuesday. Where do you go to sleep and it's light out and then you wake (laughs) up and it's dark? (laughs) Yeah, it's actually kind of fun to have the confusing, like, where's my wallet feeling? Like, oh, fuck. But. (laughs) (laughs) How'd you get into my apartment? It's going to get worse the older I get. Oh, where's my keys? (laughs) I think for me, if I'm like sitting up and taking a nap, just a short little like cat nap. I feel more refreshed from that than if I actually like lay down, like put a blanket on and all that. Mm, oh man, there's nothing that beats that. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Unless it's like raining outside and you just want to be cozy in bed. Oh fuck. Uh, oh, yep. oh fuck. <laughs> I know there's somebody I, I else can't. out there that feels the same way about. Naps. Oh, I can't, I can't nap at all. I can't slow down. If I slow down, I just, I, I fall apart, <laughs> which I think is probably indicative of some other <laughs> uh, problems in my life. But, but no, no way. I, yeah. if I stop. I think about my problems. <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. I don't want to get stuck with those for very long. No, I, I have a problem where I, like I could like fall asleep in front of the TV in the living room, like on the couch. But then I go get up and go to bed, and I'm wide awake. Oh yeah, just because it wakes you up. That's why you just stay there. Stay there and nap. Get a good nap in. <laughs> but like I used like to <laughs> I used to nap. I not nap. I, I I I used to fall asleep randomly, especially like if we had people over. <laughs> like I like hearing uh you know, I used to fall asleep on the couch, I feel like pretty regularly. Um but but I can't uh I can't do it anymore cuz then yeah, that that disorientation feeling it doesn't do good things to my brain yeah like i feel like it like puts me in a bad mood i feel like kind of grouchy and i don't know if i sleep well, okay too then what what do you what do you like no, that... what are you thankful for with your luxury time yeah i think just just to be on on the record like matt's is bad it's a shitty one i'm not saying it's bad it, no, it's, it's, i'm just kidding own, I'm... and it's, it's a luxury to him we were just you yeah. know on the topic of naps so yeah, no, I, I agree. 
Um, I, uh, yeah, Brandon, what do you what do you do for your for your luxury? Time? Um, well, I I don't have children, so I. Um, oh, it's all luxury time for you, isn't it? Oh, exactly. la da. I. What's I, it like? Way I, up the there. life of luxury. I'm I'm a man of luxury. Uh, you of are leisure, luxury. rather. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I will say I uh, something that that does feel very luxurious to me that maybe a younger self, like I've worked, you know, warehouse jobs and stuff like that, is uh, the ability to work from home. I think that is a luxury that I do not take for granted. I really enjoy being able to work from home and not go into an office. Um, uh, Another thing kind of related to that is um, owning a home and all the things that go along with that, that may not sound that fun, but I, I do enjoy maintenance, like yard work, things like that, that, I feel like that is a luxury, especially with, you know, rising housing prices and interest rates and rising homelessness, all, all these, these things. So, um, I feel like having a permanent roof over my head is a luxury these days. Yeah. That's true. I've got a number of cookbooks that I really want to get into. Like over the years, I've, I've gotten a couple that have, um, sort of exciting recipes in them <laughs> that require going out and getting very specific ingredients. Um, one that I'm really interested in getting into is a Xi'an Famous Foods, which is a um, really, really good like Western uh, Chinese food. Anyway, I got the cookbook for that to make your make, make my own noodles and make my own sauces and stuff, but it's just so intensive. And I used to be able to just spend however much time I wanted in the kitchen, but it's, it's so business oriented now of like getting food on the table that people will eat. <laughs> so, um, cooking, I think is one of those things. Like when I do have, um, an afternoon free to be able to start and finish a cooking project or a baking project, that's my younger self would be like, eh, you do this all the time. Um, that would be one. And then I think, uh, another would be if I'm reading this question, right? Like I used to be able to go to movies and I'm sure I can right now, but I haven't figured out like we don't get babysitters very often. So that's, I guess that's one thing that I could actually do actively do to change that. But I haven't been to a movie since I'm going to say, uh, when the second, the last star Wars movie came out, I think that was the last one I went to in the theaters. So that's, Going to, going to the theaters to watch a movie is something that had I had I more time discretionary time mm-hmm. I would do that because I know that's a fun experience but I haven't done it in in many years now. Go alone. Yeah, I could go alone. Yeah, it's not I, like you're uh, talking during them unless I mean, you are, and then if you are, then fuck you. I mean, Christian <laughs> and I have kind of different tastes in movies, and so I go by myself all the time (laughs) yeah my dad does that like my my mom and dad have such different tastes like now that they're both retired my dad really enjoys going to the movies by himself because first he can go on like tuesdays at noon and there's nobody in there and he gets a pretty much a private movie theater to himself nice going back to um cooking do you ever uh do you ever make kind of 
nicer, more involved meals for your kids? And if you do, do they appreciate it? Yeah, and no. <laughs> yes, we we do make more involved dinners, and it's it's always more fun when we can involve them. Like they like to get in there, and we get the little stools out so they're and their aprons on, and that, we do a lot of baking that way. But we've done a little bit of like dinner cook dinner prep and dinner cooking that way and, and it's been fun but um, <laughs> um if they have a hand so in it helpful. they're more apt to eat it <laughs> right if they have more if they, if they have a hand in it they're more apt to eat it but timing is so important with certain elements of cooking and timing with kids just gets all messed up because they need more time to do things and they're no, i just yell at mine and tell are, mine to leave go on now get get out of here I, I mean, yeah, I do to a certain degree because it's like I know you're going to start melting down and lose your interest or b- whatever. Sure. But like in terms we have we have somewhat picky eater eater. Not one of them is pretty good, but um, it's just learning to identify what to call it, even if it's not accurate, they'll eat it. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, one of my kids doesn't really. uh like meat very much and the other one likes sausage and that's the one thing that they all kind of agree on mm. so we just tell them like any form of protein that they have coming in it's like oh it's chicken sausage or oh it's steak sausage oh, you know right. which isn't which yeah. isn't true but they'll right. still eat it because they think it's a sausage yeah. <laughs> um, because that's i don't know that's something that they enjoy but they also found um there's a i don't want to say chef he has his own spice out there his name's stale cracker He's like this raging Cajun guy mm-hmm. um, and he calls everything dude. Hey, let's get it, dude. Uh, uh-huh. Just in a very Cajun st- style, but the yeah, girls nice. love him. So I was like, hey, can we do that, dad? And they have like, you know, they're six and four. So everything is spicy, according to them. And but they're like watching a crawfish boil. Like, I want to do that. I really want to do that. And I know they would eat it because we say, oh, this is uh, the get it, dude guy. That's him. They would eat it nice. because of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's so it's more about the associations and mm-hmm. the uh and the sort of uh convincing the yep. deceit. It's about deceit. <laughs> Always lie to your kids. Always lie to your kids. If you're gonna take one thing away from this episode. Lying to your children is a luxury. <laughs> Not afforded to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you if if you get a chance, you can lie to my kids. That sounds weird. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cut it. Yeah, just Christ tell them you have candy on the back of your car. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always good to reflect. So, <laughs> <laughs> what's the context for that? Uh, oh, good. Okay. Uh, ah, good the next question. Blessings. Uh, yeah. Next question comes to us from Anonymous. Anonymous writes, generally speaking, do you think it is worth it to engage with someone trying to debate politics? Why or why not? Why do I feel like you're poking at us? Do you want us to? What do you want to talk about? Um, I'm going to say. I know I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that, too. That that one's kind of challenging because if I would say use use your better judgment. I'm happy to talk to somebody if they want to have a conversation about politics, but rarely is it ever that. Yeah. I truly like to 
I, I mean, for the most part, I have, I am set in my ways, but I'm not never so set that I would rather have a healthy conversation with somebody simply for the fact of at least trying to understand why they believe what they believe. I think that kind of goes back to like, I was raised really religious and now I'm not anymore. And I don't necessarily believe the same things that my family does, but I like to at least still engage with them and understand why people still believe that. But that's how I was raised is to try to at least talk to people. I think with politics, though, this is a very sensitive matter for everyone. So I'm going to say use 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 your judgment. I think yeah, it's almost never worth it. <laughs> I, I don't think uh, I mean, you're not going to change each other's minds generally. I mean, it, it depends if somebody is like trying to goad you into something or they're trying to be like, well, why do you blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, that's kind of a one sided thing. But if you are in a casual conversation with someone and it just naturally comes up, I think that's a different thing if you're both calm and rational and just talking. But even then, it can get heated kind of quickly. So uh, I, I think the only time it is kind of worth it to speak up is if they are saying like really inflammatory or hateful things or something like that. But, um, you know, there's the George Bernard Shaw quote that, um, you know, never wrestle with pigs. Like you both get dirty and the pig likes it. So it's it's kind of how I feel about. (laughs) I used to raise pigs and that is accurate. (laughs) um (laughs) yeah i mean that's interesting that um you said that uh if they're saying something particularly inflammatory then then that's when you think you might want to jump in um because my inclination towards this question was to say um uh, suss out the intentions of the conversation um and if it's someone who's just wanting to combat because there's like a lot of people that just really want to uh fling shit they just just want an argument yeah and and that's i'm not i'm just not Mm -hmm. into it um i i really like to explore different uh, perspectives on things and i think that's really important to be able to do but we're in such a weird gotcha um um what is it like i i feel like everyone's trying to get a gotcha on each other like all news all media all um even casual conversations Mm -hmm. like everyone tries to slide in a a yeah but i told you so sort of weird situation it's all it's also competitive maybe that's what it is it's also so competitive and i'm just not interested in that um that's just human nature bro i guess but politics i mean i know like about politics bullshit i don't in person so i was definitely different than online i, oh, I think online it forget it no way dude yeah i mean I, i've I never lo- engaged I love taunting in a... some keyboard warriors i love doing that <laughs> i i've never engaged in a debate or anything online where i've found it to be worthwhile well they're not or, debates like, they're just never statement after statement it. and then they like yeah. it's statement after statement and then it's like sketch link after another sketch link they just like put. source and source it's like, uh, yeah <laughs> and that is the one of the things i hate about like debating politics even if you're having a civil kind of thing like we have a friend that does this and it bugs the absolute fuck out of me of like 
I know I'm right because I found this and I know this to be true. And this is, this is how it's true. And it's like, well, that's not, that's not true. That's your opinion of, and how you feel. And, and then, and then, then the other side comes in is like, here's a, here's an article. Here's what I know. Here's how it's truth. And it's just like, they're so easy to escalate. So I mm-hmm. would, I would guess, agree with Brandon and saying it's almost never worth it. Especially I, I, if it's I think it, somebody you're not really close with. If it's an acquaintance, just nope, back off that. Yeah, I, I was just going to say what kind of piggybacking off what you just mentioned, Matt, is is it depends on what your relationship is with the person. If it's, yeah. you know, if it's a significant other or a, a really good longtime friend or something like that, it might be kind of fun to debate things, but... Yeah, if it's, you know, a coworker or yeah, somebody you don't know at all, it's yeah, definitely not worth it. Or if it's also, like your grandma who thinks that, you know, all Mexicans are rapists or whatever, it's just kind of best to like leave it alone. And... <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. I know. also I also feel like um I'm not really equipped to have big conversations about politics. I've got my opinions and I've got my beliefs based on the information that I've received. But to your point, Brandon, about people asking for sources, I think sources are worthwhile and I'm just not a, a good debater and B um, I don't have statistics just hanging out in my head. And so it's really tough, especially with someone who is good at debating or who's interested in debating or who has a library of statistics in their head. Um, it's just not mm-hmm. that that makes it further not worth it because I'm just not equipped to have a to be able to represent my side of thinking. Um, and and it makes it challenging for those kinds of conversations. And especially nowadays, even if you did have, even if you were armed with a library of articles or whatever in your head, we are now operating in different realities. So if you said, well, here's what the CDC says, here's an article from the New York Times, you know, people would be like, oh, well, they're a bunch of liars. They're, you know, just trying to push an agenda. And, you know, it's like, well, then what source would be acceptable to you? You know? There's yeah. just so many different um, people live in very kind of isolated bubbles. now. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to get on the same page. Anyway, anyway, here we are debating politics. But no, but this is amongst friends. And we said that, that was OK. Yeah, I mean, nobody listens to this. So. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, it's time to take this conversation outside. And we're back. And we're back. Oh, we're lightning round. <laughs> All right. This is the point of the episode where we ask each of us three questions. We spend one to two minutes on it. Oftentimes more. So let's start off with Brandon. Brandon, I think I know the answer to this one. Where did you take your last vacation? Uh, well, that, that would be Leavenworth, Washington with uh i believe uh with you that was gonna be a quick lightning round i must have missed the invitation you got you got the invite 
No, I didn't. got the invite. Um, I, heard, I heard it was going to snow and I wasn't going to try and get back that traffic. <laughs> yeah, we went to the Bavarian village. Uh, let... <coughs> oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of COVID. <laughs> Jeez. Choking on some, something big over here. Um, we went to the Bavarian it's village. Uh, <laughs> it's average. <laughs> um, and yeah, enjoyed the Christmas lights and the festivities. It was a beautiful time. That sleigh ride uh, TikTok that hit the spot. Yeah, it was good. It was like you saw it was... Santa. Yep. Who looked like Brandon said uh, Chris Cr- Chris Christopherson Kringle Chris Kringle Christopherson. Yeah, <laughs> nice. it looked like Chris Chris. He did actually did quite a bit. That was a good. It was a good time. Uh, Matt, where did you Jake. last go on your? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we already yeah. <laughs> well, got that one. Jake, where's your uh, last uh, vacation? I, I believe my last vacation was a long weekend at Sneed's Ferry in the Intercoastal Waterway of North Carolina. But I don't remember if that was before or after I went to Portland. So those were no. those were close to each other. So nice. Um, yeah. Two vacays. Yeah, I'm just really living it up over here. <laughs> Killer. Well, next question. Start with Jake this time. What was your favorite subject in school? And don't give some kind of bullshit like I liked recess. I I liked recess. <laughs> no, um, lunch was uh, my favorite. Uh, physics. Um, uh, but I didn't. Well, no, I shouldn't say that because that's not true. I didn't take a physics class. I took a I, I took an astronomy class that leaned very heavily on the the physical uh mathematical side of the universe that was just really i i understand was a a dipping the toe in um because i wasn't i didn't have calculus under my belt so i couldn't fully understand the math but i was presented with a lot of um extraordinary ideas in my uh in my um astronomy class that sort of um expanded my my worldview in ways that I I feel like has has shaped my existence uh, in a positive way, that, a little bit of a an alarming way, but a positive way ultimately. Nice, um, yeah, big fan. Brandon, what was your favorite subject in school? Well, I think like grade school, it was like art, art, I guess, and then uh, that's what you called it. Like, you were making. <laughs> And then, like <laughs> high school, I I really enjoyed history. Did you have um, Colonel Key? Did you have him? I had him for civics, and then he was yeah, uh, Jake and had, I's we... uh, driver's ed instructor. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was fun. We we drove to Hood River with him, and he Jeez. bought us ice cream. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. I remember that. Can't do that these days with kids. I remember. <laughs> Uh, I remember he told me he never gives tens, but he gave me a ten for attitude. <laughs> nice, wow. well done. I remember uh, when we were driving, he told me to turn down uh, for what? The, what's that? What's that big? What's that big ro- to, for what? God damn it! <laughs> what's that? What's that big road that goes towards Estacada? Two eleven. Uh, 
211. He told me to turn down 211 and I just ignored him or didn't hear him. And I drove right past him. And he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> that was like the first, cause it's like right out of, you know, we, you turn left on that, uh, from out of the high. I, I don't know why I'm talking about this. Yeah. never mind. Yep. <laughs> nice. Uh, I think mine would be, yeah, kind of the, I guess the evolution was middle school band really enjoyed it was mr ferris was his name what did you play and that in dude, band? i was trumpet oh that's I right i played trumpet uh yeah sixth through eighth grade and then i like wanted to keep going in in high school but uh elected not to yeah um i really enjoyed it uh was always fighting for first chair no because we rented it so ah. i rented it uh, and i had to give it back um but I was always fighting for first chair with uh, Genevieve Carroll back in the day. Genevieve. Genevieve Genevieve Blair now. Um, But yeah, uh, that was good. And then in high school, there were the the two subjects I enjoyed the most. And I think it was because of the teachers um, were science and math, but I wasn't necessarily good at them. Right. As Mr. Stewart was, was the man I really enjoyed him. And then uh, in biology, I had Mr. He was my cross-country coach, and I can't even remember. That's going to drive me nuts. I'll have to follow up. Uh, But I I remember, like, nearly failing the biology class, and he turned it around in such a way that, like, it got me passing. And it wasn't for a lack of just, like, slacking off. Uh, I just wasn't good at it. I failed every test, but he still got me through it. So that was nice. Nice. Good memories. All right. Brandon, if you had to change your first name, what would you change it to? Hmm. What would be a cool blank Bernhardt? I don't know. My parents were going to name me Trent. Um, and my dad wanted you should go by Trent. Trent. <laughs> so maybe Trent. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Trent. I like it. Jacob. Gary. <laughs> no, no something, <laughs> something kind of like squishy and silly. Cause I always, I always like, I, I like, I like to think myself as like a cool guy and that's just not, that's just not really me. It's I'm more silly. Ebenezer. Ebenezer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, there's a couple of good, like, uh, uh, Irish and Scottish names. First, first names for predominantly male first names that are really enjoyable, but they're, they're escaping me right now. What's the name of the William? guy? What was what's the name of the William Wilhelmy? <laughs> um, uh, Wyatt, Wyatt, Wyatt Wilhelmy. No, I don't know. What's the oh yeah? What's the name of the guy that um, that Irish mob movie? Um, the Departed. No, no, the I'm um, not movie. That television series about uh, the the Sopranos. Uh, Tony Soprano. No, in Ireland. Oh, Betty Blinders. Peaky Blinders, uh, that actor's no, you said first Irish. name. <laughs> Killian? Killian, that's cool. Are they not Irish? Are they English? No, I, I, I said Sopranos, and you were like, no, they're Irish. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know what I would change my name to. Uh, I, tr- I My middle name's Benjamin, and I did try to go by Ben for a minute. Uh, and I definitely Analyst. am not a, not a Ben. Oh, Ben. Adolf? Um. 
roll with it, see what happens. <laughs> um, no, yeah, like I don't. Actually, I do like Killian. That's a good name. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. Grass is always greener. I'll when I Matt, yeah, when I first met Phil, I think he was uh, like pulling a gag and saying that his name was Chip or he went by Chip. Well, I don't know if he, I don't I don't know if he actually went by Chip, but I remember thinking like wholeheartedly that his nickname was Chip, and then later like. I think it talking was, to though. you guys or something. Yeah, but it was it must that have... called him Chip, wasn't it? Well, maybe, yeah. but I wonder if it was kind of a meme or and or because I didn't see you guys at school. I it was uh, it like faded. And then I was like, hey, Chip. And everyone was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I remember that very clearly. And I was like, well, OK, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Actually, no, that Clint would be a cool name. Oh, Clint's good. Except that's Clint Dempsey, who's the biggest wanker of all time. Who's that? He's a he's a soccer player. He played for the Sounders, and he's just a douche. But you could pull it off. <laughs> no, there's Clint. Right. Anyway. Oh, there is that Clint. Anyway, that does it for lightning rounds. Lightning round! Good and that does it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to Sarah and Anonymous for this week's this week's questions. Send your advice questions to qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials, qualified underscore nonsense on Instagram and TikTok or at QN Podcast on Twitter. Don't forget to rate, review, share, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. We'll see you back here next Wednesday for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense. Goodbye.